you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Around the NFL Podcast is perfectly positioned to make their heel turn. <laughs> oh, I love that. From the Phoenix Convention Center, it's around the NFL, Arizona Super Bowl edition. The big game. Actually, there's a clock behind us. As we record this, the Super Bowl is two days, seven hours, two minutes, and 21 seconds away. Now 20 seconds. Now 19. If we take the heel turn, though... What do I do? Because I've been the heel the whole time. You guys are the bad guys for the next 10 years oh, of this show. Have you ever watched I'm the baby wrestling? face. Yeah, you turn baby face. <laughs> but that never works. When they, whenever they, one way or the other, 90% of the time, when you turn the guy face to heel or heel to face, it's kind of a desperate move to reinvent the wrestler before you kick him into some southern territory and he's never heard from him. Yeah, I think that's where Greg sits at this point well, in his I'm career. Si- I think that's what the sound drop said uh, our entire podcast, that we're at ten, ten seasons On the in. precipice of irrelevance we need, around the NFL. We're right when we're feeling our, ourselves. Uh, you guys have been when we really feeling yourselves this week. And I'm, I'm, I feel... Feeling myself. I'm conceited. Very close to the sun. <laughs> See, flying Mark, high. Mark knew. On borrowed wings. What? What did Mark know? <laughs> what did Mark know? A little pop culture reference. What was it? What was it, Mark? I just saw what he said was uh, funny. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Greg likes rap, so. Um, hey, before we get into things, we have NFL honors recap, uh, including Hall of Fame uh, inductions or announcements. We have uh, some sandwich props or Super Bowl 57 to share. We have guests, good ones, some of the best uh, running backs in football on the show today. How about that? How how are we going to do? You know, I don't know. How are we going to do what as interviewers? Yeah, I don't know. Interlocutors? It's pretty hit or miss. 
So let's hopefully it goes well. They're like, oh, the running game's dead. Running backs are irrelevant. Not today. Not on this show. Very well done. But more importantly, I think that one of the things that people love about the show is the human side of it. And uh, I think we need to, Mark, address something very human yeah. that happened yesterday. We were at a Super Bowl soiree. Um, and um, Justin, <laughs> we couldn't help but notice that something seemed off with our producer, the Gravedigger. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think if you get to know Justin in general, and Greg used the word yesterday, which I think was apt, um, an unflappable individual uh, at on the work scene. But then we went out socially with him, and um, something just seemed uh, off. There, I would describe him as jittery. I thought at one point maybe he had a bomb attached to his body and just didn't <laughs> want to tell us. I didn't know there was something strange. Occurring. There was, like, you were waiting for, like, a wink, like, I'm in danger, <laughs> please help me. Um, and, and where are you, Justin? How are you right now? I feel good. I don't know. I mean, I feel like this was a bit of you guys just maybe reading a little too much into me being a little quiet. No. I'm, We're all uh, experts at the human condition. I will say I'm definitely missing my my bae, my boo, <laughs> Jessica, as she's known on this show. I mean, okay. Justin, did you get a chance to communicate with her after yeah, we, we hung heard, out? Yeah, we heard an update on that as yeah, well. Yeah, I went home from our soiree and FaceTimed with her for about five hours. What? Oh, my God. So five we had a hours. really nice night together just hanging five out. Hours. Well, we watched nice. a movie together, just like on FaceTime. And She's she, coming here, right? She'll be here this afternoon. And you had a five-hour conversation on FaceTime last night? It's just like every day away from her is heartbreaking. So You know what? You're in love, and I, I applaud you, Justin. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to check my cynicism at the door. I'm happy for you as well. Thanks. I That's pretty intense though, I gotta say. <laughs> that is Young next love. level. The five hour thing, respect it, love it. Um, it's beautiful how much you guys miss each other. Is there a chance uh, that someone's kidnapped a member of your family and they told them that you can't tell your uh, podcast host? Yeah. I think there's a chance. Cook up a cover story <laughs> about some Fugazi five some, hour something, FaceTime conversation. Something more is happening and we're concerned and we and we love you. I and, really appreciate it. And you there guys. will be better days, Justin. Like your concern means a lot to me and, and I just appreciate how much you want to know if, if there was a kidnapping. But no, everything's fine, everything's good. And, and just so people don't think that we're raging a-holes, uh, <laughs> we did actually text Justin after the event we did. in a sincere fashion and a sober fashion to ask well, if you were all right. Sober feels strong. Sincere. <laughs> it was nice. I, th- I, I love you guys, so thank you. All right, good. Love you too, buddy. It, you've done great work all week. First, first Super Bowl in the big chair. We sort of take it for granted because, uh, like Mark said, um, this is a man without flaps, unflappable, yeah. but doing a great job. The man danced in front of 2,000 people in England. <laughs> you know? It's up to 2,000. <laughs> Uh, no, Mark's text uh, last night at 8 p.m. was, funny night. Hey, Justin, we love you. If you're really having a rough evening, tomorrow will be new and good. <laughs> and then I chimed in with that, you are not alone. And you wrote, appreciate you guys, heart, everything is good, smiley face. And that was when he was probably been hour two of his conversation yeah. with his live-in girlfriend. But that's the real us. We care about Who's others. coming today. Right. You've got to bridge that 13-hour gap there. So. I don't know if all of our listeners uh, love the six-minute update here, but our cameraman <laughs> is our MVP of the week, and uh, he's been laughing at all our jokes. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love he him. has a name. Yeah, sorry. I know. I know, but 
Travis, Travis. Travis. I didn't know it. Remember what I said yesterday that 98% of our show is for the listener and 2% is for us? We're now down to 94%. Okay, we are. But actually, 4% for Travis. Now, four, 94 for the listeners, 4 for Travis, the cameraman, 2 for us. I think you broke that down accurately. Did it add up to 100? Um, yeah. Hey, all right, let's get into some NFL honors talk. Let's hit the news. Tom's won seven times, went oh, no. to 10. Oh, no. He's on some beach, so maybe Kirk could win. Wait, you can really see Yeah, sing. yeah. Oh, no. Since he's been gone. <laughs> Wait, hold on. First of all, you can really sing what? Kirk Cousin. Cousins. Uh, wearing many, many chains, as per the bit. Uh, the season, singing with the great Kelly Clarkson at NFL Honors. I thought Kelly did a nice job, by the way. That's a good job by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, she did. She, she leaned into her strength. She's got a lot of talent. She's a great singer and very personable. It's <laughs> a good job by her. Um... And uh, cousins, and that was, by the way, a um, interpretation of "Since You've Been Gone," not the Kelly Clarkson song that you guessed, which was what well, "Unbreakable" or well, something. Well, no, it's like, please don't forget to dance uh, <laughs> when you're dancing. Like, but you know, Kirk Cousins. Just to let you know, um, I wasn't so surprised to see that he was adequate on stage because there was that footage that came out of him at uh, Holland Christian High School where he was in a school oh, play right. and, you know, was made fun of, but that's another aspect of his God-given abilities. He's a thespian. Of the of the three NFL players right. who did I sing, guess. him, Cameron Jordan, and Kittle, I think I think Kirk was the most ready uh, for the moment. But Kittle, Kittle had some, you know, some chutzpah to his performance. That's good. Kittle loves it. He loves the stage. Uh, all right, let's get into it. The winners of the major, it's a major award, uh, 2023 NFL Honors. And by the way, Greggy, we were talking about this while it was on in the uh, hotel bar. We were getting some dinner with our producer, Jason Kleinman. Um, this is nice. I like the NFL Honors. I feel like it's come into itself, and it is nice that a guy, you know, you see all these guys get to go up on stage. They get to be dressed up. They give their speeches. I guess it's kind of ephemeral and silly, but also so are real award shows, quote unquote, like the Grammys and Oscars and all that. Why not? Right. I think uh, like MVP is a more definitive and uh, sometimes earned award than some of some of the acting awards where it's like more of an art form. Like we can almost definitively say Patrick Mahomes was the best player in the league. And I think putting it on Thursday night's been a big move. Uh, it used to be on the weekend and get a little buried. So, yes, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. He got 48 out of the 50 first-place votes. Uh, Jalen Hurts got a first-place vote. Josh Allen got a first-place vote. Hurts came in. So the point system they have, it was Mahomes 490, Hurts 193, Allen 151. Uh, so there you go. It was uh, a runaway win for the Chiefs quarterback who will attempt to win his second Super Bowl on Sunday here in Arizona. Um any thoughts on that? Or should I just keep rolling through the uh, awards here? Getting to that quickly, uh, especially if he were to win like a Super Bowl MVP that quickly, is, you know, it is worth mentioning completely unprecedented in the history of the NFL. I mean, it, to have the team success and the MVP success that early in his career, for instance, it took Tom Brady uh, 11 years to like get, get all those uh, awards. But uh, the harder part is winning on Sunday. I don't know if he's going to do that. We shall see. I like the I like the voting that you get to see like who gets votes. Uh, it's a little weird that Trevor Lawrence came in seventh for MVP, but 
Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, that's what happened. that far down, and it's like, come on. Geno Smith got a fifth-place vote for MVP. We'll get to Geno well, we in know a who, second. We know who cast that vote. We do? You, I would assume. I mean, I would love it if I had a vote. Danny Kellington, uh, the the uh, the trainer, the EMT uh, medical professional who helped with the Bills, got a fifth-place vote. How about that? Oh, wow. Um, that's... Strange. Uh, offensive player of the year, although that man is a hero. I don't Absolutely. know if he should be getting a an MVP vote for play on the – Justin Jefferson uh, won offensive player of the year. Uh, and you know what, Greg? I know you've long been down on uh, offensive player of the year as an award, but it does allow a player like Jefferson to be recognized for his greatness when otherwise it's a quarterback that's always going to take that big trophy for offensive greatness. So maybe there is a lane for the OPOY trophy. For just make it. I just think make uh, reasonable minds. Why not just make quarterbacks ineligible for it then? They kind of are though, aren't they? Well, no. no they, Mahomes they definitely done. They're not, they're not ineligible, QB. but Mahomes came in second and Hertz came in third, and it wasn't like a blowout vote or anything. So we could have had a situation where Mahomes won both. I think it should Justin, be a non-QB award. Can you look up the last ten offensive player of the year awards? Thank you. Uh, defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, and that uh, was widely expected. Not a ton of drama. Uh, man, big, big, big day for my team uh, because the Jets win. They sweep Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson, and Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner. Not to mention Darrell Revis goes into the Hall of Fame. Joe Klecko finally gets into the Hall of Fame. Nice day uh, for a fan base. Otherwise, that doesn't get a lot of nice days. Um, and I think it's interesting with Sauce. I'm very happy. I would have been really upset. Uh, Garrett Wilson absolutely could have made a case for other guys in that category. Um although he deserved it as well. But Sauce, I thought, was truly special. And I think it's fitting, Mark, um, in a lot of ways. I remember on this very podcast in August um, talking about how the way the beat reporters and people close to that team were talking about Sauce in training camp uh, was the way they talked about Revis. Like, right away you knew this guy's different. He's going to hit the ground running and be a star. And it's fitting to me on the same night that Sauce is on the stage winning Rookie of the Year, Revis is on that stage getting the Hall of Fame, um, which he obviously greatly deserved as well. Very nice. Yeah, there's symmetry and poetry to that. And, you know, there is also symmetry to the fact that Darrell Revis never really had a quarterback in New York. And, like, that's what needs to be different for we Sauce We don't need Gardner. symmetry for the, no, in that, that category. No, but that's the case yes. right now, too. And it's, it's, it says a lot about Garrett Wilson to win. And he's very deserving. I, I was on the Brock Purdy train, but, I mean, I have no issue with him winning. And to do it with so much quarterback – carousel and chaos in New York it says a lot about him just sort of that the receivers that can do that are next level and he already looks like he's going to be an absolute star for a decade to come so Garrett Wilson won this award because they changed uh the voting procedures uh Ken Walker had more first place votes so in in every year previous he would have won the award and I'm glad they changed the voting because Walker had 19 first place votes uh Garrett Wilson had 18 it was very close uh Brock Purdy had a number of first-place votes and was reasonably close uh, for third place, too. But Wilson was more consistent across the board, made all the ballots, you know, had more second-place votes, and and ended up winning by a decent margin because – and I think he was the better option. I would have had Wilson and Olave won, too. I would have had Olave over those other top two. I think he finished fourth. Can we – I know – Aaron Rodgers is on his retreat right now. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to try to just let him know what's mm. going on right now. Just going to knock gently on his door, his darkness retreat. Aaron. Aaron. I got 
tell you something. You know what? I'm kicking this door in. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, the Jets swept the Rookie of the Year categories. Let's go. We have a future. We just need you. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> All right. Feel, feels like I don't that, know if that's going to work. No, I feel I like that would be you. absolutely counterproductive. You're right. You're right. Well, that, that, that is like the one. He's like, I'm not going to New York. Get now. up. Get up. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Comeback Player of the Year, Geno Smith, another well-earned award. Greggy, congratulations to you personally on that. The <laughs> biggest surprise, again, we're sitting in the hotel bar. We're watching this. Uh, the sound is off, but we hear, we, see, we read lips, Geno Smith. What a moment. Geno's going to go up there, and G Geno famously began the season in such an exciting way where he beat Russell Wilson and the Broncos in that much-hyped uh, showdown in week one and then after the game had the famous quote. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. And, Greggy, I was so excited to hear what he had prepared for this, and he wasn't there. Did we get any type of uh, update on why that was the case? That felt like a, a perfect moment. You could argue is the, the greatest moment in Geno's professional career. Well, I would point out the five-touchdown performance at the flag football game last <laughs> week uh, where yeah. he really was probably the MVP. Uh, no, I don't know why he wasn't there. He sent out a, a little tweet many hours before um, thanking God. Little and that was tweet that, many hours before. I know. That, that was probably when he found out. Uh, they had a Seahawks fan, Joel McHale, and, the C and a fan of the year from the NFL who was a Seahawks fan uh, give the award, so they clearly knew it was going to be Gino. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he felt like he had his Weekend in the Sun in Vegas. Because I, I, I know you guys didn't watch a lot of the Pro Bowl games. but it I did, watched every minute, actually. It did kind of feel like Gino was the star of the show. They really made a big deal. They even they even asked him after he, like, did the little target practice thing. Like, so, you you, you write back yet? And he was like, still haven't written back. And it was like, maybe he felt like he, he checked uh, those boxes. Uh, no. Or, who knows? You've got to show up to this. I guess. you show up to this. Who knows I mean, why, I, Unless there was something going on that, like, I mean, what it's this is the, the biggest thing that's happened to Geno Smith, and it's the biggest thing that might ever happen to him. We have no idea if this will this play will continue. To no show on this to me is an odd move, but I don't know why. <laughs> wow, like a good take there. What? It's How about this? Move. How about this? There could be a lot of reasons. He's in why. the midst of contract negotiations. He goes up there with a planned, carefully cultivated speech that like tears the house down. That makes him more valuable to the Seahawks. Like this guy, we kind of got a star it, here. It could have been like he heard, the, you, you know put what? A, the loser of the night is Geno Smith, Greg. You got to no. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I think there might be. him giving that speech could have – you are speaking to so many other football players that are wondering what will happen with their careers if they're stifled right now, if they're not who the, all who they yes. are. And he goes and says nothing. He knows yes. but We don't know why. So maybe – Yeah, we don't know. It, it, it could – maybe he's uncomfortable with all the attention and adulation. I don't think like that's the case. Com com he is the why comeback not? player of the year. He could have spoke. Because he's been so outspoken and so – like he's been – he loves – he's loved being on the mic this whole season. He could have been the voice of the disenfranchised. It was a lost opportunity on that wow. front to help others, to inspire others, Dan. We're getting Greg mad. we got to stop. <laughs> Coach of the year, Brian Dable. Mark, now you take your bow. I know you, that is your boy toy. Well, I, no, I, no, I actually want, thought that Kyle Shanahan should win this, but I think that Brian Dable, Coach of the Year, is we just accept that it is narrative-driven, and he's more than a narrative. He turned what we think about the New York Giants completely around. I think he's a difference-making coach, and I think he's totally deserving. And, I mean, what, like, he sort of checks all the boxes for it. He does. It, it, I think enough. it is hard for, like... I mean, I, what what else do you want from Coach of the Year? It seems like it's never really I'm always the – It's not the best coach necessarily. It, it, it's the it coach was, that made the biggest difference for a team 
in disarray to the playoffs. Shanahan was close. Good stop, Angelo. Uh, he came. He came in second. Peterson so came. Mad. Peterson came in third. Doug, how do you feel about this? I feel like you. You know, you came close to the AFC title game. I'm pissed off, Angelo. <laughs> he's a man of few words. And bad for him. He's very repetitive as well. I feel like Nick Sirianni though was a pretty big victim of his success. Everyone, once you got through week two or three, thought the Eagles were this great team, but. They were like the 10th uh, most likely team to win the Super Bowl in the preseason odds. They were by far mm-hmm. the best team. And when you look at in-season uh, decision-making, like during games, he's really stood out there too, and he was like an afterthought here. He was that was fifth. kind of a stacked category this year, I thought. Yeah, it was. Couldn't really uh, go wrong, uh, but congratulations to Dable. I think the Dable one I felt good because they – a lot of people thought that's a 4-13 and team this year. Absolutely. And I'm not saying he's not. Second round of the playoffs. He's deserving to me. I would have gone Sirianni one <clears throat> table. Too. All right. Any other thoughts on Vabig? You know, I saw um, our friend Rachel Benetta was doing the uh, the red carpet. Did you happen to catch Rachel's uh, song about the third Kelsey brother? Uh, well, th- th- talk good. about being in your wheelhouse. This is what she what she's excellent at. Do you got a little bit? of I that? think it's a song for all Favorite? time. It's a classic. Heard there's a big game in town. I got a story you might find interesting. Goes a little something like this. On the dark side of the desert, where the Super Bowl's to be played, someone's waiting in the wings to join this big parade. They say it's the Bowl of Brothers, but that's just not quite right. There's someone you don't know about, and man, there's no case by. He's the third Kelsey brother. His name is Raphael. He works for a place that sells Tupperware, and man, he sells it well. He may not have the muscle, and he may not have the might. He may not be going to the Hall of Fame, but I'll tell you, he's doing all right. Could it be that the brothers are just jealous and told everyone? <laughs> well done, Rachel. She is quite talented, that Benetta. I mean, she, Almost annoying. Be, she could be singing with Kelly Clarkson. She's, you know, she's because got the chops. She's she's very talented. She's funny. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. She's got everything kind of – it's like when I walked in on the uh, on Kyle Brandt getting a pump in in the gym yesterday, uh-huh. mm. immediately felt inadequate uh, on a number of levels. Uh, and he also killed it at NFL Honors. Maybe next year we need to make, make our imprint on mm. honors on some level. She did the gritty yeah, in front of Justin Jefferson. Did a good job on that, too. Just a woman of many talents. I mean, maybe Kyle and Rachel have skills that we don't have. Oh. I know kind of know I, your role. Well, I know it's situation. been a week of us, you know, inflating ourselves, and suddenly we're balloons Now I'm rising. close to the sun yeah. on, on borrowed wings. Yeah, you're su- suggesting away. that a year from now you're going to be presenting an NFL <laughs> honors like that. You are living in an alternate reality. So. <laughs> All right. You know what? Ambition, it bites at the nails of success, they say. They do. Before we uh, take a break here, um, here are the rest of the uh, class of 2023 Hall of Fame class, a defensive-dominated class. Uh, and you know what's kind of cool about this now? Now we're old enough. It's a lot of reason. you know, getting old is not great in some ways. Some ways it is cool. Um, like when these Hall of Famers now come into um, – Focus and like we remember vividly their playing days. So Rondé Barber, I mentioned Revis, 
your boy, Mark, Joe Thomas, mm. uh, left tackle of the Browns. Zach Thomas, linebacker of the Dolphins. Demarcus Ware, a uh, great pass rusher for the Cowboys and then Broncos. Uh, Don Coriel, this is where you love I know Wes would have an amazing Coriel. Eric Coriel, Eric Coriel. changed offensive Amazing, uh, an innovator uh, as a coach uh, on the offensive side of things. And then in the senior class, Chuck Howley, I uh, mentioned Joe Klecko, and Ken Riley uh, all gets, get nods. Congratulations to all of those men. It's cool, and uh, if you get a chance to watch the video, they, I think Steve Weiss sent it out uh, of how they learn that they are Hall of Famers. They're now using kind of ex-players to do that knock thing where, where they find out that they get it. So it's, it's oh, they're not using the big man anymore. No. Well, he's no longer running the Hall of Fame, da- David Baker. And uh, so it's like Ty Law, who also pay, played in Aliquippa. That's pretty cool. Uh, same high school <laughs> as Darrell Revis. Another respectful knock. Demarcus Ware, who to me is one of the best pass rushers we've ever seen. I think he had to wait a year, which – that that's how good the Hall of Fame is. That shocked yeah. me, but it was only—he's no, definitely worthy of first. It was ball. only one year, and um, the Don Coriel thing is great, and it was great to hear his kids so overwhelmed by it. But it also is a little annoying to me when, like, you know, he's—he died 12 years ago, 13 years ago, yeah, and he was someone whose impact was pretty obvious and clear that he really changed this league into a, a passing league and he was up year after year after year and you mentioned Wes we did talk about Don Coriel when he kept getting shot you know pushed mm. back uh, at this stage so it is great to see him um, make it but you you do sometimes wish uh, Ken Riley also um, no longer with us that you know if they were going to make it you'd love to see him you know make it while they're still yeah alive. The, it seems like the Tough. the barrier for some of these coaches or the bar for them um is a little bit all over the map and it's I, changing though that's we're seeing more coaches well, I think that's how Coriel is getting yes, in because exactly. before it's like you have to win well he, he took he took the chargers to two straight afc title games and i think one of the reasons Wes would have known about him and made an imprint on early on his life was that one of those was against the bengals in like frigid like negative 18 degree weather and those chargers uh they did not make it through that game. He yeah, changed the game. Great. And, yeah, you, it used to be something where the coach and the contributors were going against the players, yeah. and they could never get over them. Right. Um, but he, he's a man, if you look compared to certainly a lot of players that, that are in the Hall of Fame and are deserving, um, that impacted the sport we see today as much I as I mean, anyone. the passage of time, like, uh, like annoyingly, like I, it, it struck me that Joe Thomas has not played in five years. I kept thinking it was that he had – retired much more recently than that he, he he's an interesting one because he was so happy and his kids were there and they were just like we love you when they opened the door and everything but like joe thomas there was no mystery he's no, known like, since since like three years before he retired uh whether he wanted to think about it or not that he was going into the hall of fame and um and Klecko was a stud for the jets he's the first member of the new york sack exchange the famed new york sack, sack exchange to make the hall of fame with gastineau marty lyons abdul salam uh, and he made the uh, he was all pro at multiple positions. The defensive tackle, defensive end, had 20 and a half sacks in '81. I, I think that was the year before sacks became an official statistic, mm. which also muddled some of those guys because sacks now are such an important stat for certain players in the league. Big night for the Jets, and um, now that we're eight years out, um, can you be happy? For Darrell Revis, and I, it does get a little lost in the shuffle that he was an absolutely integral part of the uh, title that the Patriots won here in the Malcolm Butler game here eight years Can ago. I be happy for what? For that Revis got his ring, a great player, and he was. People kind of forget oh. that season. He changed that defense. It was one last kind of great season 
uh, for Revis. Uh, I think he was a second-team All-Pro, something like that. Why a did, terrific why season. Why would Dan need to be happy about? I'm just that saying in now. Particular. Now that he's, you know, just for the man, the Darrell Revis, that he got his ring with the Patriots. Um, we can, bygones be bygones. I thought that. Um, Revis, who was a kind of very shrewd negotiator, that helped spell the end of his first run with the Jets. He landed with the Bucks, uninspired, uh, short-term stay there, then went to the Patriots, so he chased the ring, got the ring, came back to the Jets on a big contract, and fell off hard, uh, and there were questions about his effort. I didn't like, in general, the end of his career. Um, so, no, him winning a Super Bowl as kind of a hired gun does very little for me personally. The Pats was his last great <laughs> moment. But that was – it gets a little lost in the shuffle. It's like that was a great hired gun season. Great. Kind, as a you know what I mean? Fan, like, I'm sure it does a lot for you. Like but, but the gist of your argument is that Dan needs to come around and right. be celebrating that. And I think that's an, 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 but an, I do an like, odd, odd seems, request. Seems I wasn't really expecting to so win like, him um, over. First, first team all pro. How about that that season? First team. I do like, um, though, when Greg, who's distancing himself as a New England sports fan, sometimes there's the mass <laughs> hole comes out sometimes, and that's okay. I don't mind that. I grew up with a lot of them. Um, that's good, but I do want to just say, like, Jets fans don't get a lot of good things. Yeah. So you, if you want to come in with your six Super Bowl rings and then try to tarnish Revis, that's great, buddy. Have fun with that. But I Not will appreciate. Tarnishing. What are you talking about? You're, well, you're trying to say like. Oh, I really he's mean it. A like patriot. A, no, it's I'm fine. not saying he's kind of he a patriot. I'm saying he's he's an all-time great that got to have that. That, that was a big. He seems like a good career. guy, and I'm, I'm happy. Career. I'm sure he was very happy to win the ring. The, the master came out he did uh, with the Jets. at Chase Field last night. The master <laughs> came out when we were we 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 were at Chase Field. Site of Game Seven of one Yeah, that was a tough one too. Um, yes, Justin. I have an update on those Offensive Player of the Year winners <laughs> wow. that you asked for 15 minutes ago. Oh, very good. Before we go to break, let's check in on this. <laughs> um, yeah, so 2013, Peyton Manning, quarterback, also won MVP. 2014, DeMarco Murray, running back, led the NFL in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. That's when the Cowboys like drove him into the ground because they had no intention of bringing him back. And right? then he went to the Eagles, and then he went to the Titans, where right. he was second in the NFL in rushing two years later. Uh, 2015, Cam Newton, quarterback and MVP. 2016, Matt Ryan also won MVP. Hmm. 2017, Todd Gurley had like 2,500 scrimmage yards that year, was a machine. 2018, Patrick Mahomes also won MVP. See? This is what I'm talking about. Let's 2019, Michael Thomas set the receptions record, I think, or receiving yards. Yes, he set he a did. record. Uh, 2020, yes. Derrick Henry, 2,000 rushing yards. 2021, Cooper Cup, uh, wide receiver. So they're figuring it out. Well, well it's trending maybe. towards yeah. non-quarterback positions. Sure, but three of the last You just seven want to make years. it official. I mean, that's, more, that's three of the last seven years the quarterbacks have gotten it. But each of the last... Three. Yep. We, we got three like in a row. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas. So four, four, four in a row. row. But in that world, then the, the MVP has to be a quarterback? No. No. The, in this in this world, uh, you know, quarterbacks quarterbacks <laughs> get, world. could get yeah. left out of the cold. I don't think that'll ever happen, but yeah. But aren't you, to turn your uh, Revis argument around, but aren't you just, now can you say you're happy for those players that won that Offensive Player of the Year award, that they could yes. be celebrated in that way? I am happy. He's a big man. No, he's Bigger taking, he's taking steps for forward. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take. I, a, I'm loyal to football. Let's take a break, and we will uh, get to our first guest, star running back, Friday show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower. 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right. So on the Wednesday show, we had big-time wide receivers. Friday show some of the best all-around running backs in the sport. And joining us right now is one of them. He is Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. What is up, Aaron? How you doing? How you doing? Thank you all for having me. Well, we did have run ba- one running back on uh, Wednesday, your old buddy, Jamal Williams. Jamal, that's yeah. my guy. You know, your old team. You have a lot to live up to to match what he brought, just energy-wise. <laughs> that, that is a high-energy guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but it's contagious. Uh, it's been a big year for you, Aaron. You're coming off a big year. You had your... Um, over 1,500 uh, yards from scrimmage this season. Another big year offensively. You're the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee uh, for the Packers. That's obviously like a, a huge thing. Um, where you where do you stand right now in terms of your feelings about where the Packers are and where you are with the team? Uh, I feel good where I'm at with the team. Uh, you know, I talked to Goody. He came out and said uh, they want me want me back, um, maybe restructure or whatever it may be, but they want me back there. So, uh, you know, to be wanted is a great a great feeling. And then, uh, I mean, I feel like we have everything we need there in the locker room. Uh, I feel like we started picking it up later on in the season, uh, started putting it putting it together, and uh, showed that we were capable and we got the pieces we need. Yeah, you've been there a while now. It's kind of snuck up on me when I looked at your your career stats and stuff. You're like stacking big, you know, plus. 1,200. This year is plus 1,500 yards for scrimmage. Year after. You're talking about his pro football reference page is starting to look beefy. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like you've that. been there yeah. for, yeah, for a minute. You could, and I know, like, they kind of split up work. And we had a, a friend who used to be on our show, Chris Wesley, who's always a huge fan of yours. He always wanted more work for Aaron Jones, more work for Aaron Jones. <laughs> but all that splitting, maybe, it's kept you fresh. It's kept you healthy. You're more productive than ever. You have a chance now stacking those years. You keep coming back. You could be the, the Packers' all-time leading rusher. 
Thrasher yes, after sir. a handful more years. What do you think about that? I think that would be a blessing. Uh, I've made it up to three this year. Uh, I think the top two are like 8,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I still got a little bit of a little bit to go, but uh, like you said, that's that is definitely one of my goals. If I'm there uh, long enough, I feel like I can definitely hit that. I got to ask you, how do you feel about you know when you go on Twitter or check out what's going on in the league and you see your old wide receiver Devonte Adams trying to recruit your current quarterback Aaron <laughs> Rodgers to Las Vegas? That Slightly be, annoying. It's yeah. crazy. He already broke my heart once. You know, he's trying to break my heart again. Take, take the quarterback. You guys, I mean, do you do you talk with Rodgers at this time of year and get an idea of where he's at? No, I just I just give him uh, give him his space. You know, let him let him think. He probably already has a lot of people in his yeah. ear. What are you gonna do? Ask him questions. So. Let him go on his silent retreat. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, yeah, I don't think you can contact him right now. Yeah, he is in, in the, the dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> is it like, in all seriousness, you don't you don't have to answer this honestly, but it'd be cool if you did. Is it kind of like? At a certain point, like, uh, every offseason now is about your quarterback and whether he's playing either for the team or playing for another team or retiring or going into the darkness forever. It kind of dominates everything around the Packers. It has, uh, yeah, I think it was like the last three years. This mm-hmm. is the third year. So um, it has a, that's a lot of the offseason talk. But, uh, you know, us guys in the locker room, we, we know we can control what we can control. Just sure. focus on yourself. Uh, get the offseason started and going and, uh, you know, control what you can control. If he's if he's here, great. We love it. If he's not, we'll be sad, you know. Um, we'll, lo- we lo- we'll lose one of our leaders, uh, one of our great locker room guys. Um, and, it's, you know, it's hard to replace somebody like that. But uh, Jordan, I think if, if that was to happen, Jordan is definitely ready. Mm. Uh, you, you played this Eagles defense. It's going to be playing on Sunday. You know, you had uh, you had some success against them. I would be putting it mildly, and they they um, they struggled with your running game. When you kind of look at this defense, and you look at who the Chiefs have and, and everything, like what, what did you guys do well, and like look to attack in terms of like you get getting you the ball out of the backfield and, and in the running game. Like how how do you you approach it against this team? Um, we we kind of look to attack the D line, uh, their D line a little bit. They had some like mm. moving pieces. They had guys who were. Uh, kind of just getting there uh, when we played them. Like Sue, uh, Sue was just getting there. Um, I can't remember who else uh, they had up front of Linval that. Joseph. Linval yeah. Joseph. He was just getting there as well. So um, we they wasn't playing as much. So he's like, let's a, let's attack the the D line. So I mean, I feel like that's because may have changed a little bit because they have some vets stepping in who who played in high at, high, at a high level. So uh, they may have changed a little bit, but just. Uh, that and then matching up against the backers, getting in space. Uh, you know, we ran some uh, screen that popped big. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just moving me around. They line me up at three and on a broken play. Uh, we hit the scramble drill and scored a touchdown. So uh, and just getting trying to get vertical as quick as possible because they have a fast defense. Those, mm. They have guys who who are swarming. Um, and, but they're they're always in position for the most part. They, yeah, they don't quite have an Aaron Jones, but it, you could do the Pacheco for the getting vertical and the McKinnon for the catch and the, to make it happen. Yes, sir. Uh, I definitely think I'm a huge fan of Pacheco. I, I got the chance to talk to him uh, in the preseason. I think it was our last preseason game, and I, I saw how he played, and I mm. just went up to him and mm. gave him his props and told him, "Hey, keep going. Uh, put your head down. It, it'll always it'll work out for you. You put your head down and work." 
um, and show up every day and stay consistent. And that's I, I believe that's what he did because he's, he's starting, he's having a great year as a rookie. So it's, it, it makes me happy to see. Mark, I, can you engage uh, with Aaron for a moment here? I'm doing some math yeah. and figuring out the all-time rushing record and how we're going to get <laughs> – Aaron to the Green Bay Packers records. While I do the math over yeah. here, which I struggle with, I once got a 39, 39 on a state-mandated math test. Uh, I thought he was about to say on the ACT. I, to <laughs> <laughs> I got to focus. Uh, go ahead. Yes, Shoot no, up, I actually was taking a little bit of look at you, you the man, the person, and I think the Packers could use two of you, but I realized that you have a twin brother named Alvin Jones, and I did some studies about uh, twins. Oh, he's right here. There. Yeah, See, he's there we right go. There. That's okay. amazing. <laughs> I wonder if this applies to your relationship as twins. I, I read that um, twins start interacting in the womb at 14 weeks, although you wouldn't know if that was the case, but you, if you have a cl- closeness. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe 40% of twins invent their own languages that no one else, your own words, your own syntax. Um, this has nothing to do with you, but I learned that Giselle Bunchen actually has a twin sister named Patricia Bunchen. So that's weird. But like, how about your brother? <laughs> how about your relationship with your brother? He's a football player too. Yes, he's a football player. We played together all the way up into college. Uh, then I, I left. I got drafted, and then he went to Baltimore for two years, and now he's playing in the CFL. But um, that, a lot of what you said is true. We've made up our own language before. <laughs> all of that. Uh, Wait, you got some what, what, what some words? I can't even you? remember. We were younger. <laughs> I can't yeah, it's remember. when you were younger. But people were like, "What are y'all saying? Like, what are you talking? Like, <laughs> don't worry about it." <laughs> That's wild. So you, I saw you do the your foundation with, with your brother, right? Yes, sir. Saying, and you know, you're you're one of the three finalists um, that, that's at NFL Honors for for Man of the Year. So that's next level. That's out of the whole league. This is your second year, I think, coming back and doing this, which is, I mean, that's amazing for such a young uh, player. A lot of times, that's a player at the end of their career. Like, what what is that foundation about? And it's pretty cool. Yes, our foundation is geared towards the youth and military families and giving back to underserved communities as well. Um, you know, we feel like the youth is the future. Uh, a lot of kids are born into unfortunate situations that they didn't they didn't ask for. They have no control over. And uh, so if I could be a resource in my community to even the plan field for them or or maybe an athlete giving them advice or whatever it may be, um, you know, just being that in, in, in my community. I, I wish when I was growing up I had an athlete, a professional athlete, who I could pick their brain. Want nothing from them, but just to pick their brain and um, let them know that, hey, I can do this. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right, I figured out our target here is Ahmad Green. Remember Ahmad Green? Oh, yeah. Kind of went under the radar, I think, during the Favre years. 8,322 yards, okay? Aaron Jones right now is 5,284 rushing yards career. That leaves you 3,038 yards short of the Packers' record. If you average over the next two years what you did this year, which is about 1,100, I'm thinking you could break the record around October of the 2025 season. So we got to get three more years of the Packers, most likely. I'll Can we do it? Do it Let's in do two, it. But yes, sir. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. It it's good luck. You, that's your number 33. You got yes, the sir. you got the special Aaron Jones hats. Like where you know, I don't see those Aaron Jones hats. That's like a special one. This right one, uh, we came out with it last year, uh, and then the push was like around the Super Bowl last year. So Very one last good. thing quickly is like, what would you rather do? In a big-time game, would you rather run someone over and, like, take their manhood or make them miss and take their manhood and have them, like, at your feet? Either <laughs> why, way. Why the take their manhood? Either way. Uh, well, make them a miss, for okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> just looks, uh, both of them look bad, I guess. Uh, mm. But we definitely make them miss. Have you gotten the scepter from uh, our colleague, Kyle Brandt? I have not gotten the oh. scepter. See, we would like to get one of those, and yeah. then we can – 
focus on making them miss. That actually mm-hmm. hurts less, right? Not having to yeah, run over guys. Yeah, definitely hurts less. Um, all right. You can play a little bit longer like that. All right, Aaron Jones, we are uh, big fans of you, and, and best of luck, luck going forward with the Packers. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you. you. There he goes, Aaron Jones. Nice Aaron gent. Jones. Nice gent. Good vibe. I liked him. He'll be back, but it sounds like there's going to be a restructure situation there for him to make it happen. Well, it sounds driven to stay with the Packers and achieve that record we talked about. I was I was surprised that was even a question, but he does have like a $20 million cap hit That's when a you're, lot when you're a running back. But he's also coming off arguably his best season. I think it was the highest he ever had his yards per carry. He's healthy. He's playing every – so that, that's one where, yeah, you push the money a little bit into the future, and uh, I think he'll be there at least two years. I like that he was honest about the fact that it is uh, not only annoying for us, but for Packers players to deal with the Aaron Rodgers um, heightened drama year after year. I mean, he basically sort of said, yeah, it's a bit of a, an annoyance. I wonder if, uh, if, it, if this is the end for Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, I believe is in now – Day three of his darkness retreat. Um, he he might not know that. We we he, heard some speculation that uh, this is all a a mirage. Rogers said like that exhausted. this was scheduled for a couple weeks from no, now. No, not not the darkness retreat, and not him wrestling with retirement in his mind, even if he's likely to come back. But the whole idea that he he uh, would leave the Packers, that the Packers want to keep him and but he ultimately wants to But then to why? You know, this, it's not a mirage because we're talking about it show after show. It's a tangible thing that we have to deal with verbally. But if it's a mirage episode. and he's under contract, right, why is he going through the whole rigmarole of telling everyone that he needs to disappear for four days to think about okay, it? Okay, the retirement thing in his own mind, that's not a mirage. And who okay. knows, maybe it'll shock us with the retirement. But him leaving the Packers, we've you were with me we, that we've heard some buzz that that's kind of all uh, I just don't know. I don't know if I believe anything with this anymore. I don't know. It's just, it is, it's crazy. Anyway, good conversation with Aaron Jones. Let's now uh, talk to another star of the gridiron who lines up behind here we go. <laughs> Up next, Austin Eckler joining us now. Another star running back, one of the great all-around playmakers in football from the Los Angeles Chargers. Austin Eckler, welcome to Around the NFL. Welcome back. Yes. I remember the first time you were on the show with us, it was uh, remote, and I was really struck by the logo that you had behind you. I think it's your home oh, setup. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. And I just I want to say with Austin Eckler that I notice – the logo's on point. I love that you have a signature touchdown celebration, the guitar squeal uh, move, which is not only memorable, but like kids can easily emulate it at the playground. This is all subtle brand building, and I'm here <laughs> yeah, for it. This guy, he's on to me. He's on to me. <laughs> Absolutely, masterful. man. Well, thanks for having me back on the show yeah. in person now. Um, but, yeah, you know, there's there's an art to right, right? putting yourself out there and right, trying to brand yourself mm. and represent something. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all about it. Well, Dan's been trying to become a hair influencer right. for uh. many years. Um, and right. I think he once got like a free tube of uh, gel. Not tube. Whatever, I, got, whatever. I got several pallets of Redkin Work Hard molding paste in 2016, <laughs> so that was cool. It's the same thing. It is, <laughs> it is pretty nice, though. Like You can't really get the hey. full uh, beauty of it yeah. on, remotely. I can person. see that, though. You got the nice little swoosh going there. People yeah. like the swoosh. <laughs> Who was it? Yeah. Jamal Williams was talking now, there's some silver in there, and that's distinguished, they say. Yes. But enough about me, yeah. Austin. <laughs> I uh, I look at your, your workout videos that you do, and I think, like, as a, as a small, somewhat lazy man myself, like, what would you give me, um, like, if 
like without any actual weights, what's the laziest way, like thing that I could do personally? It's good wow. Yeah. yeah. Way wow. to get into it. That's yeah. That's because that's gonna be a good stepping point for you, right? To right. Start getting to I don't think I'm ever. I've. Yeah, it's, no. it's. I've never like joined a gym or done that. Yeah, so I feel it's like not always about the gym. It's okay. really about staying active, right? You okay. want to be able to move when you're 70 years old. Right? Yeah. So you want to be able to stay active and have your joints feeling good. You don't have knee problems because you just sat around all day forever for the last you know all your years. And so for me. The most lazy thing that you could probably do that's going to keep you active, I mean, would, I would say, like, going on, like, walks. Okay, well, like, I do that. Like 30, I do that. I was 30, thinking of next level. I do a lot of running. I do <laughs> like, a lot of running. That, but that's, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking more, like, you know, to make me look a little less um, diminutive, you know. Jump rope. Okay. Yeah. See, that's there what I was go. looking for. There you go. So here's good. another like, aspect to Greg and to, and to Dan. <laughs> like a, a number of years ago, um, I attempted to get into all this, and I think you were in this, in this world, too. I did Beachbody. And Beach was body. ripped, mer- yeah. See that? So, wow. so I was ripped mercilessly, show after show for it, and that sound drop of play endlessly. Just tell them that they're in the wrong on this. Beach body. Wow. There was there was this a, has been talked about a lot. Then well, there you was have a, its own sound. It, Absolutely, it, it there was did a, for like a year. Yeah, we there was a yeah. female spokesperson that we we were wondering if Mark was in it for the working out or just to be closer to Amber Calabrese. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, well, hey, we all have our own motives, <laughs> yeah. you know. You don't question people's motives as long as they're going. You know? <laughs> no judgment zone. No judgment zone. <laughs> Didn't that like turn into like a Ponzi scheme or something? You know. I no, there's still a thing. Okay. Oh, this is the episode where Greg gets sued. Okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Good, 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 good. You uh, played this uh, this uh, Chiefs team, and you, you guys have been quite productive offensively against this Chiefs team. So ah. actually, actually, like, you, maybe more than any running back in football, has the experience of knowing what to do and, and maybe how to attack this Chiefs defense with – some success. What, what would you What would you say to the Eagles? Like you got to have the ball at the end. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah that's, that's that's what it is. Start. That's what it is. You got to have the ball at the end, right? And so, how do you control the games offensively? You got to run the ball. You got to be able to run the ball. If you can run the ball, you can control the clock, right? You limit possessions that you're going to give away potentially, and then you have a better chance to have the ball at the end. And so, man, it's it's tough. They're they're so sticky. Like the Chiefs are so sticky. Like they're always in it at the end, right? Like we've seen it with just seconds on the clock, go down and get in a field goal range, kick it, and win the game, right? So, you gotta have the ball at the end. But that's you guys did do that. You did run the ball well against them. I know. In and guess, oh, that Sunday guess, night, the Sunday night game was, <laughs> right. I'm sure, massively annoying to you. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it always is. I, I feel like we every time we play the Chiefs, it comes down to the last drive like even when we played them you know thursday night football at the beginning of the year it was the last mm-hmm. drive for us to go down and score you know so. that's right you had your sons at the game and they're the previous season the thursday, burgeoning thursday potential game, yeah. chargers mm-hmm. fans mm. and they were at that that chiefs game they were kelsey uh, walk off and ot that was a tough one too yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen not to dwell on such seen two of those now man <laughs> like, i'm tired of seeing that for sure well, and we for don't sure. need to dwell on the on the jaguars game either that's that was a tough pill to swallow but i do wonder just for you from your angle as a player because the week before in a relatively meaningless game, you guys, you know, starters are in there till the very end, and Mike Williams goes down, and there was a sort of a Reagan-esque trickle-down effect to all of that in the next week to not have him on the field. I mean, in for, did you, were you guys all on board with the Brandon Staley-esque nature of that? That he just that's the way he attacks week after week. Yeah, um, man, you know, there's there's so many ways you can look at it. Um, for us, you know, we're never thinking we're going to get hurt when we go out there, right? So that's not part of the. Um, the thought process as a player but it definitely is a possibility like you can't be naive like you're definitely going out there in harm's way if you go out there and so 
for us, it was in the mentality with, with Coach where he's like, hey, we're going to go out there, we're going to play, we're going to get a rhythm going, we're going to go out there, and you guys are going to just play. So that was my mindset. I'm going out, I'm playing. I'm playing. And then for me, we got taken out in the fourth quarter, and so I was, I was surprised by that because I didn't know we were coming out or when, what was happening. That was communicated. Um, so in our head, we were just playing. And then, yeah, obviously Mike ends up getting hurt, um, which doesn't help us, right? He's one of our bigger playmakers out there. And so it's unfortunate, but it's not something that you could be like, ah, I don't know. You can go both ways. We're like, sure, you don't play anybody, but then you didn't play last week. And so I don't know. I don't know. For me, I play. That's why they coach, uh-huh. right? I'm sh- I show up. What do you want me to do, coach, right? You want me to play? You know, we want to sit out. Let me know. <laughs> I, um, I'm thinking as we were heading to the Super Bowl, uh, this week, we said goodbye to some of our coworkers, our production staff, and one of the last things they said to me, because we had Justin Herbert, your teammate on the show last year, they said, and this was multiple women, said, if you see Justin Herbert down there, can you, like, you know, maybe put in a word for us, or... or <laughs> get, a huge ass. Yeah, get, <laughs> get, Whoa, get yeah, him, yeah. like, our number, which, is, you know, is not professionally appropriate. No, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do um, that. But I'm wondering, like, has that happened to you a lot as, as a guy who spends a lot of time uh, with Herbert, that they were, like, trying to use you? He, can we use you so, to get so to Justin I am the, so And by I, the way, we apologize for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do this. Yeah. Look, I'm not out I'm mingling amongst people where, like, I'm in a situation where people are like, hey, give this to Justin type of thing. <laughs> I, I try to stay away from people, during, especially during the season, kind of live in my own little shell. So, sure. uh, no, no, no one's asked me that. Uh, Herbert does seem to have a strange pull on the women folk. I, that is something that's a yeah, undeniable know, thing. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all observe that one. You know, he's just yeah. my teammate in there. Tall, you know, you've handled the quarterback. Very well. Nice long hair. Uh, but we didn't we didn't call these these women out by name. So I no, feel like you know who you are. Um, you are one of the rare players in the sense that you embrace the fantasy community. There's an ag- antagonistic relationship between players and fantasy. A lot of times when you hear these guys get asked about it, and the the abuse players can take online, which is garbage, obviously. Uh, but you, in addition to being arguably the most productive fantasy player, you love it. You do a podcast with our buddy Matt Harmon. Like yeah. that is—is is yeah. this like? Do you think you'll be in the fantasy realm after your playing days? How Man, do you see this path? Fantasy is so powerful, and the reason our game is as strong as it is today is because of the sports betting world and the fantasy world. Absolutely, there's a fan base there, but the re- the thing that took us to the next level as far as our, you know, exposure and things like that and the loyalty is definitely the betting, right? Like I have so many fans. I have so many more fans that are fans of me because of fantasy or sports betting that are instead of charges, right? Like 90% of the time people come up, "Hey, you're on my fantasy team. I'm an Eagles fan, I'm a Bears fan, I'm a this fan, that fan, but you're on my fantasy team. So thank you. Let's get a picture." Right? And that's so powerful, right? It's so mm-hmm. powerful to be able to connect with those. And so I found a lot of value within the relationships that I've built in the community that I've been putting myself into like the, all the branding and stuff like that and so that's why i've tapped into the fantasy sports mm. world and it's it's so powerful. i wish more guys would you got to look past the trash because there's a lot of it yeah. there's a lot of people oh i need two more points this i had a roundhouse kick you in the jaw all this random bs you right. know mm. but you get down to it you know especially for coming off a good season for me it's like man these people like are, are really excited to talk about you see mm. you want to take a picture so i love it we, we needed an austin eckler back in the day when i was working at roto world to really <laughs> fully fully embrace it i don't think we had that um how's your your relationship with though matt Harmon? because we we did work with him for a long time and he's like a bit a bit of a diva yeah you know? you know, he's a new guy on the block you know liz was there she crushed it last year she got poached by you know espn mm. so good for her you know my, matt came in and you know um no nah, i'm just playing it was really good it was really <laughs> it was really good with matt no we had we had a good time we had a good time uh, we bounced uh, things off of each other we went to podcast form so 
uh, we rocked it again. I love it. Again, you just connect the dots. The, yeah. the, the logo, the guitar celebration, big on fantasy and gambling. Eckler gets it. Forward thinking. Gets exactly. It. Can you actually play guitar? That's my last Yes, question. I have been learning. So well, yes. Can you play Wonderwall? I cannot play Wonderwall, no. <laughs> Here's a guitar. <laughs> yeah, now's your chance. <laughs> awesome. Austin, before we let you go, what, what brings you to Media Row? Yeah, so uh, I've been working with Sleep Number for like five years now, um, and actually 80% of the league right now, 80% of our guys are on Sleep Number beds. Um, and as you all know, we're all human, right? A good night's sleep, right? It leads to you know good energy, right? A good start to the day, right? So you can get those walks in. Uh, Mark maybe, hasn't had a good night's <laughs> sleep in No, I, I like, like massive years. insomnia, so like, I, may, really? I may go purchase one of these. Wow. ASAP, yeah. Oh yeah. So the the, so. the great thing about um, sleep numbers, you can customize the bed to your, like your your own fitting. Like you like a harder, you like a softer, you like it to adjust. You like mm. they have cooling, they have heating, they have all this. Like, like a modern day Craftmatic. I was gonna like say, is there for Mark? Is there a less nightmares mode? <laughs> 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 you know, they might be working on the psychological like, yeah, part. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm like, what does it all mean? Can you stop those thoughts from happening just over and over? Uh, all right, Austin oh, Eckler, cool. thank yes. you so much. Yes. Uh, good luck down the road. Awesome, I appreciate it. Wow, the beast bite. <laughs> Throw it in there at the end. Exhausted. Good stuff, boys. That man, he does a nice job branding himself. Austin Eckler. Yeah, I think these, Unbelievable. these players don't wait until their playing careers end to figure out what they're going to do next. He's got like four or five um, significant ventures already unfurling while he still is that plays. Some, is that another thing that we should be doing as well? Not if we're hosting NFL Honors next year. Or, do we have or, to get involved know, with, I don't know, NFTs? or? Um, I don't think I that think, way. I think we missed that boat. Yeah. Uh, I don't what about think the ape thing? Uh, I think that's a problem as well. Uh, uh, he he did feel seen though. He felt seen by you. I think he. Did you think like, I struck a chord there in a negative way? No, I, I didn't thought, mean to. I thought there were some individuals might take it that way, but I think he looked at it as a compliment. Like you see what I'm doing. There's no malice to it. I'm just trying to be. A, There's not a lot of subtlety to it. A I business. Guess, yeah, that, it's fine. that it's good. That, that's where he could take offense, but I don't think he. Um, <laughs> I don't think he did. You don't have to be subtle. If you want to be business-minded in addition to being a great player and he puts in the work. A lot of people say he's pound-for-pound um, pound the strongest man in football. You've heard that bandied about. So, Well, you know, he doesn't get the same endorsement deals that Justin Herbert does and others, mm. so he's making his own way. Like, right. Beachbody no never never gave him a call. I mean, uh, Speaking of Herbert, he, didn't, he wasn't looking to help uh, out anybody back uh, in L.A. on the there Herbert will, there will be a, romance. Do you Herbert needs a lot of help? It's he, not Herbert who needs help. It's right. the it, certain individuals that are back why, in Why would Austin Eckler? I, I, I wish for these, these females that they have all the fun that they can have with anyone, but it's like why, <laughs> why, why would Austin Eckler burn favors to help anyone in our media group? Well, except that he is very media I wish so. you could have seen uh, Travis's face when you made that comment about <laughs> women wanting to have <laughs> I don't all the fun. You uh, answered your own question. I wish have. well for them. If, if he does a favor... For someone within NFL media, quid pro quo, bro. Right. I think that that would be the only angle that you could come from. And quid pro, do not mean, this is a no Brett Favre commentary zone on today's episode. Everyone's got to. Oh, right. He could sue us. Exactly. It's, it's happening around our sphere. Just be aware of that. It's all I, around us. I will be aware. Are you looking at Litigation is all around for us. For some reason. Okay. But you do have something to share, a take, a strong take about that situation. Go ahead, Mark. The floor is yours. Mark Sessler, Los Angeles, California. Um, don't even phone number. Don't even attempt to set me up on this. He's a gigantic human being. 
What jersey? Oh, Randy yeah, Johnson. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Brandt, Brandt just walking by. by. And you know, you're right. He has been in that gym. He is. He's, he's continues pipes. to. Uh, he's a bulky in the right way. He's a bulky man. <laughs> what is that? Thank happening? you. He's, he I'm works a out. Any person. This has a Friday show feel to it for sure. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take one more break, and then we'll get to some sandwich props. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, welcome back. Uh, Let's get into the Super Bowl preview. Uh, Sandwich props presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook sent us the following same game parlay for the big game. Just This is kind of fun little data points for you. Okay. Specif- specifically, Greg. Well, no, we – okay, I will listen and then I will comment. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I'm teeing you up on it. Jalen Hurts over 249.5 passing yards plus 115. Hmm. Hmm. I like the running from the Eagles more, you know, even in a big game. Right. Know. Right. Patrick Mahomes over 324 and a half passing yards plus 180. Feels fair. That works. Getting a little extra juice there with the, the plus 180. That's Eagles over two and a half total TDs minus 190. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Two and a half TDs by to- the entire team? Over. Total, total yeah. Well, absolutely. What's the odds there? Minus 190. Yeah. yeah. See, but so you're, you're not getting yeah. stuff. Not touching that. Just tough sitch. Not that you would. No, but it's just not, I'm not interested. 
Yeah. But, um, but always, they, perhaps some other people are. Always they in, should be important to remember, though, yes. we, have, we have a code of conduct and we yeah. have signed uh, well, the, N- said to the NFL's gambling policy before every season. So Mark, I thought Mark was like scratching an itch. He said, no, 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 don't touch that itch. No, to cycle back, that's what I was I, – I understand the policy. Anyway, um, odds and lines are subject to change, so be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the latest. Um, all right, let's Wait, get into Wait, Dan, it. what are the combined odds for that same game parlay? I don't know what that means, but it's plus 475. Ooh, okay. So you got to, like, attach them all together. Oh, thank you. Greg. All right, let's get into it. Sandwich props, Super Bowl 57 edition, always an integral part of our Super Bowl week show where we really kind of put ourselves out there with a prediction about the big game. And uh, Greg Rosenthal, I'd like to start Mm. with you. Okay, I I will start, and it's – it's been, a, onion, it, it's been a long season. I feel like you can go back and listen to our Thursday preview show for everything we think's most important Absolutely. in this game. I hope so. I love, you know, I love the Eagles. I love the high-scoring game. I love the running game of the Eagles. Um, but we're here in the desert, right? And it's dry. Nice. Like, I'm just chugging. My lips are killing me. I'm chugging that water day after day. My lips are cracking. My skin is cracking. Getting like a semi-nosebleed. It's not great. And maybe it's been... Well, that's maybe a symptom of a much more serious (laughs) issue, and you must get medical attention as soon as possible. I'm not saying it's a full-on, but like when it's dry out, that happens to some people in their noses. And it it can't happen. So it it could have been a long week. You came down here for the Super Bowl, and you might open the wallet, and and it looks very dry. And that's why I'm just focused not on what's the, the most interesting Uh-oh. thing to pick, but Uh-oh. I'm just thinking what is the wettest thing to Gross. pick on Sunday. I don't care that that roof is closed on Sunday. I looked at all the numbers sent to us here for, by DraftKings, and I looked Great at numbers. Isaiah Pacheco, and I looked at that rushing total, and it's at 47. And I looked at that Eagles defense, and I think Andy Reid will listen to our preview show, and he'll know that you got to run won't. the ball, and he's got to know that those pass rushers are coming up the field, and there's big lanes in the middle, and Pacheco's running guys over. And I know that roof may be closed on Sunday, but it don't matter because it's going to be raining inside a State Farm Stadium. Let's go. The Rainmaker's coming out one last time this season. We've been on fire. Open it up and pour. <laughs> it's getting easier for you to do this, which is both good for the show, but also stupid. a little troubling yeah, it's all about stupid. what is Greg's next career step. Although I think he's hit on an absolute, I, I, I absolutely think that that's an absurd place for him for Pacheco to absurd. be at. Absurd, forty-seven. Yes, I, it, that was the one. Yards? That was the one in my heart that really jumped out uh, quite a bit. They do like to pass the ball in Kansas City. Yeah, I, I just think this is a just game like a that sets up for Pacheco. But maybe that's that's maybe what they got. Pacheco going on here. is the hot kind of everyone's hot in the pants over Pacheco. Pacheco, Pacheco. and him, Pacheco. everyone's very hot in the <laughs> pants on Pacheco. And this idea that he will be the X factor could be, but Patrick Mahomes will also. There's a chance he throws it 52 times, and if that's the case, Pacheco is going to find it <laughs> tough to get over that. Barry, what is it? 48? 47. Yeah, it's pretty good though. It's a good. I think it's a good rainmaker. But just be everyone. Be careful with because for Greg, it's just like oh, I'll throw this out, throw that out. For you, it might be about whether your kid goes to college. I need someone right. to go check, but I think we're five and two on the season. Something very strong. And you know what? There's a big difference between six and two and five and three. That's true. That's so true. there's a lot riding 
on the Rainmaker. Those are unconfirmed stats, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they they out to become, by the Rainmaker they himself. They inflate every time we hear them. I'm sure somebody else will uh, give I'm pretty, us. I'm actually pretty sure we're five and two. It's like actually two and five. No, no. The, the, the key was we, 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 yeah. we started on a three-game hot streak to start the season. It's like, oh, nice guys, um, a guy came up to me on the street. He, he looked like, you know, he had an He's been in the street for a while, and he said, yeah, I, I love your show. I can't listen anymore because I followed Greg's advice, and they, I, they turned my phone off, so I can't listen to the show Yeah, anymore. like, thanks to Greg, I have a yeah. bounty hunter chasing me right. down in the middle of Arizona. You never think about that. That's Zero accountability. Power comes great responsibility. I mean, fi- five and two. You should be. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's going to be uh, pretty simple. Um, I'm on record. I'm way out there on a, on a limb here that uh, – the Chiefs are going to win handily yes. on Sunday. This is a take that uh, has put me in that position where it could look very bad. Uh, or, conversely, the old sessy move where it goes that way and all of a sudden you look like you know a little thing or two. So I'm going to continue <laughs> to lean in that direction. And we know how great that Chiefs, uh, that Eagles pass rush is. We talked about it, all the different layers and how they can get to that QB with so many studs who just rack up pressures and sacks. And we know that Patrick Mahomes, even though he's telling everyone he's fine, he's not 100%. He's not as nimble as he is before he got his ankle rolled up on. Um, Did you know, here's a uh, Mahomes stat uh, from NGS. He was sacked for the first time in 128 scrambles in the AFC Championship game. How is that possible? It went from the AFC title game last year to the AFC title game this year. Every time he evaded pressure in the pocket or had a a rollout of any kind he was never taken down for an entire season Uh, he also uh, has the lowest sack rate 17.6 percent and high success rate 35.1 percent on extended dropbacks so this man's comfortable in the pocket he can get out of the pocket you could send all your pass rushers at him he'll find a way what do we think about the chiefs offensive line give me one out of ten greg where do you put him eight good line very good line. A historically great quarterback of evading pressure. All this talk about the Eagles pass rush winning this game, mm. Mahomes doesn't get sacked Ooh. on Super Bowl Sunday. That's it's an onion hanger. I think also it lines up with I told you about the width of their their schemes, their Earthy offensive schemes. formations. Yes. I went out there with my own measuring tape at times. You, you also know. told us Hassan Reddick would be the MVP, so that that well, I was try- that was that was that was showmanship, <laughs> where I took it in multiple directions well, to keep do. the listener on their heels. That's, that's what, what you, you do. do. You're about to do it again. Go ahead, bud. What are we? Are we taking? Are we saying if we're taking you on the? Oh yeah, we never did. That. I'm not taking Greg's because I totally agree with that. Well, this is why you're in last place. You always take everything. Just take everything. But I, I have done that the last like 14 times, right. and I'm still. But you're on my that place. confident. T- I will take. I'll take you up on I'll yours. I'll take though. you on it. I'll Thank you. Yeah, I'll take you on yours. Okay, that's as will I. You were the winner this year, by the way. You did a good job. Uh, here's Akbar rolling in. What's up to you guys? <laughs> All right. What's up, buddy? See ya. I love Super Bowl week. Akbar just jumped up. Goes to my gym. Really? Yeah. Speaking of not feeling. I would love to see, yeah, you next to enough. Akbar, uh, Kubaja, Biabila, uh, and uh, It's not doing me any favors. Out. See you working out. Um, yeah. Where are we at? 13 and 4. Look at you. And the sandwich props this year. I went 12 and 8. I'm happy. And uh, at some point, we should go over the over-unders. Oh, we, we also, by the, the way, season. we threw it out to the. Because I went undefeated on those. The over-unders? Yeah, that we did with Mina Kimes back in the. Oh, we, you want to do that maybe? You were pretty in on the Houston one, even though it was technically Mark's. Yeah. 
but I mean, you know I that wasn't. Greg is tracking these <laughs> by the hour. Uh, it's on I the know. Go Get My Lunch website, but we, we're already long today. We can do it another time. Um, but it should be stated that we did remember there was some controversy about the Seahawks will have a top five pick in the 2023 draft, and we we agreed to throw it out to um, Instagram, and it was decided where did it come down. It was pretty one-sided that everyone thought you, sh- di- you did deserve your sandwich. I said I would stand on what the, the public thought. I think you did. It was a bit, um, it was a bit vague, but uh, you know we, we didn't parse it right. correctly and in, 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 not in your favor, so you win. All right, now you, Mark Sessler, are up, sir. This is simple. I have been seeing this. Um, I've been visualizing this for for weeks, even before I knew the Eagles would be even be in this game. But if they got here, that the whole Philly special business that we've spent years on, right? Um, I don't need to, uh, you know, wish. You mean cast. The, the Philly special thing that Chris Maddog Russo dismantled? I don't like the Philly yeah. special because he, they were going to score a touchdown. <laughs> oh, no. They yeah. were going to score a touchdown yeah. anyway. First of all, they weren't going to score a touchdown anyway. Uh, like on that show, it was also called. <laughs> don't a t- tell us. You should have no, told him. It was also called a two-point conversion. It was a touchdown. Well, I it don't was, remember the play too. It was no. a game-changing touchdown. Um, and what I am telling you right now is going to happen is because I think that that is a play that you cannot deny with the statue out front of their home stadium, is interwoven in the sports history of Philadelphia no for one's all, ever for said all that's time. No the case. No, of I course. Agree. So I yes. think we all get that. The Kelsey brothers, um, when they had did their show, Travis Kelsey has said the same, that it's hard to understand the impact of that play and what it did for the Eagles, their franchise, the city, the whole thing. And I think that you've got a whole new coaching staff here, got a bunch of new players, and it's not the kind of thing where they're going to look on that game and what happened in that game as a we must do it differently. I think there's going to be something special in this. I have the Eagles winning, and mm-hmm. I said in the Thursday show that I think they're going to win this game um, by a very special play. Now, for this prop bet, I'm, I'm going to go a little simpler because I'm always getting bit in the behind with my specificity. That's true. They are simply going to run the Philly special in this game. I don't know if it will be a botch job, if it will be a touchdown. We'll see. But they're going to run the Philly special. It will be called that. It will be noted. It will be tweeted about a billion times. I tend to believe, this is outside of the bet, that it's going to be successful. I think it's going to be, I said so on Thursday. So it could be run for like a seven-yard gain near midfield? Well, or? I mean, earlier in that game, Tom Brady had something that wasn't that far off and had that drastic incompletion that was a laughing stock scenario. Right. Well, what if it's like a variation on the Philly special where they update it and make it new and it's not the Philly special? I think they need, I think let's. Do, Is that the play call? I think the play call needs to be, I mean, you know, like the way that you can line certain players up. It's, there can be very little variations on that, but it's got to be Philly, Philly. It's got to be the Philly special. We've got to recognize it as that. Well, I, I, I will take you on this. I think that's, um, I think that's a problematic road to go down for Nick Sirianni. He's got to blaze his own path. Doesn't mean he can't came, can't come up with a creative play. I was thinking for my prop of like that he's going to have a huge fourth down call in this game that changes the game. Uh, but I don't. He doesn't. There's already a statue out in front. What you know? If it goes poorly, either way, I don't like the idea of him. Uh, kind of mimicking what Doug Peterson already did, so I will take you. Well, on it's that. a good thing you're not the Chiefs' defensive coordinator. I would hope they'd think that it's in the realm of possibility that you dial that back. It is. It is. It does strike me a little bit as like the the huge hit movie, and then they go for the cash grab sequel. That's you know not nearly as special um, the purge, as the original. The, pur- the purge too, you know. Purge two symptom uh, 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 corollary. So let's. 
And also, that does feel like that is the property of Doug Peterson and Frank Reich and Nick Foles. So, yes, I don't think that you will get that echo. Now, if they do it, it's going to be a very cutesy nod to the Cognacente. <laughs> yes, it will. And to myself. Dan is frozen in place <laughs> right now. Which would be cool. I'm all for, like, cool Twitter stuff on Super Bowl Sunday, and, and we'll enjoy it. And you'll have sandwiches. Man, so I'll I thought, take you on it. Though. I really thought, and, and you could see Mark is needing some sandwiches because right now he owes a lot of sandwiches this season. So many. I thought he was going to say that another play was going to replace it. Uh, that that and the helmet catch. No, you can't. Uh, you can't replace it. <laughs> no, I'm saying like no, top how about that. This? Top that and the helmet catch. Speaking of the helmet catch, by the way, like Kelly Clarkson and Peyton Manning had a little bit in the NFL honors. And they, I think, referred to the helmet catch as the, the most famous play in Super Bowl oh. history. I, I do not care about that and, at all. Oh. How about, like, Pey- Peyton was with you. He didn't like Eli getting that shine, but uh, Ke- Kelly knew. Kelly knew. <laughs> I trust I got Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson against me now? Implicitly uh, on all things. Beautiful. Good work. And that was the Super Bowl preview sandwiches edition presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. What a week. What a week. Not over. I hate that play. You like that play? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Anything else, Gravedigger? I, I do, actually. We got a video submission from Nick West. Oh, this was funny. Is it a cute Nick sent it a lock for the Super Bowl? That's what we, we He asked Aww. if he should, and we said he should. Who was we? You, me, we and all did Mark. Text you did. It's cute. You sent it in. I love it. I think it's, a, it's workmanlike. I, uh, the lock competition's over, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But if we get a chance to hear Nick one last time this season, fire it off. Mm. Gentlemen, happy Super Bowl week to you. There's a few things I'd like to discuss today. Phew. The first of which is, Dan, <laughs> give Mark his props. Yes. Philly Special now has stood the test of time. It was a great play when it happened. Never said An that even wasn't better nickname. At least on par with the helmet catch, if not better. Give right. the man his sandwiches. On to this week. The Venmo is in I'm the mail. I'm curious. Why am I not in Arizona right now? <laughs> you guys have some pull with the NFL. You could have gotten me a ticket or given up one of your comp tickets. <laughs> I should Ooh. be there covering. Imagine uh, the ratings boost you'd have with me right now on Radio Row with you. Come to think of it. Why am I not getting paid again? <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm here for you guys. Just remember that always, even if it's not reciprocated. Oh, anyway, oh on to the game. Settling scores. The Eagles <laughs> will dominate this game on both wow. sides of the ball. The defensive and offensive lines are going to be too much. They win by 10 points. Take home the Super Bowl trophy. Lock that up. Stunner, a guy from the west side of Cincinnati, picked against the team that beat the Bengals in the AFC title game. I think he believes it. A little and bit, I, you know, he went against your prediction, really. which is a problem for you. But he also confronted you on on multiple fronts. I would say, a, it's not a problem for me on any level. Um, I think he speaks B, for the people. He speaks uh, for himself. Uh, I listen to Chris Mad Dog Russo on all matters of the heart and mind. I well, do I like, listen to Nick. I do like case. the idea that he is aware <laughs> that we have comp tickets for the game and that he didn't get uh, he's one. Aware. He's putting in a little word for next year. So well, I gave, something to I think gave, about. I gave him a comp ticket a year ago, so I think it was more pointing at, Greg, uh, what are you doing uh, with your tickets? And, Dan, how about you? The NFL is did it a all great, about you again. Great the, job. They, the brought the all the, they brought all the Wesleyan brothers eventually, the NFL, last year. What a moment. 
maybe if he would uh, align with my thoughts on various topics, he would have gotten a ticket this year. But I would kind of sense that he was going to betray me in his final <laughs> dispatch of the year. You have, you have so many inner issues. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, my, my father-in-law, Watanabe-san, uh, he wanted this, this Phoenix Super Bowl ticket years back. And, uh, Watanabe-san gets what he I, wants. I, I, I can't cross that man. No, no, no. no He's no, going to no, come no. rolling in hot tomorrow night. Sorry, Nick. He, it was claimed in about, uh, I think it was like 2019 he asked for it. Where would you put We your, got it done. Um, where would you put your relationship with your Japanese father-in-law? Like where it started to where it is now. I think it's full of incredible respect. Uh, Was on, it immediately? On both sides. No, I've had to prove myself yeah. again and again. Does he respect your career? Now he does, that I can get him he to didn't the Super initially. Bowl. No, I, I think uh, he's And you've taken care of your daughter, his daughter and, you know. He did uh, ask me how much money I made the first time I ever met him. <laughs> Has he ever said to you, you And bring- when I told him, and it wasn't that much, it was at Road World, he yeah. said, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> did he ever say anything along the lines of, you bring great honor to the family? No. That's like what you want I'm still from waiting. your Japanese father-in-law. I'm still waiting for that, that. In movies, I've seen that. That message was distinctly right. absent, apparently. Well, maybe this will be the weekend. Yeah. Watanobi son. Watanabe-san. Watanabe-san. Yeah. I think the fact that I, yeah, his daughter lives on a, a different continent, that's a tough it's that's a, a toughie. tough one to overcome toughie. totally, but yes. All right, let's wrap this up. Please. Let's bring this in for a landing. Um, yes, Watanabe-san coming in. Uh, Keith Hansis coming in. Um, we got all friends and family. Jessica. Jessica, thank God. Uh, Jessica's I mean, coming in. Holy cripes. Imagine she wasn't coming in this weekend. He wouldn't even be at the show on Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, we'd lose him entirely as a human. He'd be curled up in a corner. Uh, but I'm very happy that you've found someone that you're in love with. And Thanks. Me I too. believe it will stand the test of time. Me too. Yeah. And, so and I can't wait to see her. She's a great time. And sometimes absence, you know, it makes the heart grow fonder. It's only been a few days. Yeah, Justin, um, like a little cat and mouse technique here, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's a fair point. Cat like, and string. Imagine how emotional and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Electric, let's just say. How... Uh, enthralling uh, it would be if you didn't see each other or talk to each other for five straight hours on FaceTime and then she shows up at the hotel. You I mean, Maron. Yeah, you would have well, created that natural, you know, absence, that, that need to see you, but instead it's a five-hour-long convo, which I, I'm glad that happened for you. I mean, think about the, yeah. you know, the explosion yeah. if they didn't right. see each other on, on, a, on a digital realm. But, but grave, digger, grave Digger's like, I'm just going to pull the plug out of the wall. Yeah, we're just like, going to start start over. From next but time, again, like, I approve. Like when you, in hour four, you get to like, oh, what's the UN been up to this week? <laughs> I think, you know, you could. Just you know, we're losing. Cut it, grave cut Digger's starting to not find this amusing. And I, it, we're not being amusing. Uh, all right. Thank you to everybody for um, checking out all the shows this week from Radio Row. Next time you hear from us, we will be at State Farm Stadium talking about the Results of Super Bowl 57. How cool is that? Till then, heed the call.
DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ATN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ATN. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and, and Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in required for odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 